We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. Well, if you are joining us for the first time, I am SC Matebula, I'm a Shangani boy, and then by birth, hallelujah, and by the grace of God, and I'm a pastor here in this church. And uh, in this year, we are ministering under the theme, Thy Kingdom Come, Thy Kingdom Come. We are praying and we, we are desiring to see the kingdom of God being established in our society. Jesus said to us one day, when you pray, this is how you must pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. We are a group of people who desire to do the will of God here on earth as it is done in heaven. We are a group of people who wants to see the governance of God here on earth. Are you with me, Basalwane? We want to see heaven on earth. That is our prayer and that is our desire and that is what we are believing God for. But in a month of March as we are closing this month and then we are talking about kingdom culture. Kingdom culture. That is the month of March. The month of March, kingdom culture. And then I want to close this, this session this morning under this topic, influence culture. We have a responsibility of influencing the culture. You would agree with me when I say we live in a dangerous and a sick world. The culture of our world keeps on changing for the worse, the last time we gave you a definition of a culture, I said to you, a culture is the system of beliefs, disciplines, values, or practices, and relational boundaries that reveal how life is lived among a particular group of people. That is the definition of the word culture. It is the system of beliefs. You know, the values that we, we possess or the values that we embrace in life, the practices. And then when you look around, the practices of today, the values have changed. And they are changing very fast, Bazalwan. People, they are no longer behaving like people. People today, they don't mind to take someone's life without even fear. People today, they don't even mind. When somebody has been robbed, they can just look at you and say nothing and continue minding their business. I grew up in a community, a community that says it takes a village to raise a child. Me now, I was disciplined by the neighbor when I was wrong because the neighbor wanted the best from me. Even if my parents were not there, the neighbors will make sure that if there's no food in my house, they will provide for us. 
That was the culture That was the culture of the day But now we are living In a different culture A man for himself If we are struggling It's your own baby But I strongly believe Bazalwane, We are called as the church of Jesus To influence that culture When you look at the word influence It simply means the power Or capacity To have an effect On, an, on, on the character Behavior, you know, a cause of events of someone or something. We have this capacity or the power to affect. We have a role, Bazalwane. The role of the church it is to affect or to put injection to this culture of the day. We need to put some injection in this culture of today and we need to inject this culture with the culture of Jesus. That is our responsibility as the church of Jesus. You see, when we speak of culture influence, culture influence speaks of the impact we impute for the good of the society. Culture influence speaks of the life we bring in the midst of dead circumstances. Culture influence speaks of the hope we bring in the midst of hopelessness. Culture influence speaks of the light we bring in the darkness. It speaks of innovations in the midst of chaotic environment. Culture influence speaks, you know, of the solutions we bring in the midst of confusion. I was too fast. You got those points, eh? Number numbers are one. So I've also realized that there are seven channels of culture influence in our society. These are the social institutions that govern our daily lives. They influence our culture, like it or not, they do influence our culture. Now, the first one, it is business. Business influence the culture of the day. And the second one, it is government, or should I say politics? I think we've got those ones on your list. Politics affect the culture of the day. Number three, media, which is your social media, Facebook, Twitter. These things, they affect the culture. How you behave, how you see life, religion affects. We are here this morning, we are also classified under religion. And you know that there are countries that are under a serious stress because of the religion in that country. Women are under a serious stress because certain people, they believe that in our religion, women, they are not supposed to be educated. They are not supposed to be, you know, to have a voice. It is the religion that influences the culture of the day. We even go to a point where we say, this is how you should dress. This is not how you should dress because of the religion and the culture of the day. It is changed. Art and culture. Art and entertainment, I mean. Hollywood is very big on this one. Influencing our youngsters. You ask them, 
Where did you see this? Why are you putting your trouser? Why are you showing us your underwear? Because it is called an underwear. Because it must be under. But you know, the generation of today, they want the underwear to be outside. I don't know why don't you wear your trouser first and put your underwear outside. Once and for all. But it's Hollywood. Influ you, you cannot run away from that. We can look at this thing and say, these are the things of the devil. We are not supposed to, to get involved in these things. But they are changing and affecting the culture. And the devil, he's using these for his own advantage. Education is one of the vehicles that changes the culture. Even King, King Nebuchadnezzar, after capturing the children of Israel, the first thing that he had to do, he had to use education to change their thinking. Remember, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were given different names, and they started teaching them the language of the Babylonians, because that is how you do. My question is, who is teaching your children? You place your children to a teacher for eight hours a day, and you, you expect them to follow your values. You see, the church of Jesus, we have failed big time here. Taking our children to schools that they don't even honor God. You think your children will come right? They will come out knowing maths, but far away from God. They will know maths and become atheists because you have given them a best education that does not value God. That is why I'm very passionate about these things, Pastor We need to build our schools. Church of Jesus, we need to build our schools where we teach people God's values. They are not just knowing God, but they are smart, even when it comes to maths and science. My Bible tells me that when they checked Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and Daniel, you know, after the test, they were the best, ten times better than the rest. I strongly believe. We can produce those type of children when they come to sports, when they come to education. They are not just spiritual giants, but when it comes to other areas, they cannot debate. I don't believe in that type of Christianity. They must be smart. And obviously, science, science changed the culture. No man since God, you know, put the mask. Put the mask when you go to the mall. But when you get to the restaurant, you don't need a mask. And you ask your left virus can be restaurant. You you ask yourself, Gandhi science ihamba well, I saw him, so I saw the scientist. Let's leave it to the scientist. My role this morning is to speak about influencing the culture. We have a role as God's people. You know, in, in 2017, Time magazine released the list of the most influential people in history. It was in 2017. Hundred of them. Put that, that slide there. Most influential people of all time. 
It was in 2017. And guess who was number one? Jesus Christ of Nazareth was number one. The most influential person in history. I was amazed to look at number two. The, the person in number two, it was Isaac Newton, the scientist. He was placed on number two. And on that list in 2017, Prophet Muhammad, the founder of Islam, Islamic, was put on number six. He was right there on number six. But they also, Time Magazine recently gave a report, released another list in 2020. Guess who was sitting on number one? Prophet Muhammad sitting on number one. And Isaac Newton still sitting on number two. And Jesus is sitting on number three. That did not go well with me. And I had to find the reason when I was reading. And the writers, they continue not to blame Jesus. But the blame goes to the followers. Those who are following him, they fail, they continue to fail to influence the culture compared to the Islamic that have taken the sport number one. And Dubai is one of the things that is credited to the Arabs under the teaching of Prophet Muhammad. To say, look at what the Arabs are doing in the world and show us what is it that the Christians are doing in the world except to build big churches and hide in the building? Don't say yo, say amen. Because somewhere, somehow we have failed. We have missed our responsibility. When God says, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, all that we were thinking, we just want to go to heaven. We don't want to bring the kingdom of God. Muslims, they understand that their heaven begins right here. Their paradise begins right here. When they build, they build big. When they develop, they develop, they develop big. Everybody's going to Dubai. What is it these guys have done? From a desert and the water, two resources, just the desert and water. But they've changed that nation. Just a waterfall, a waterfall, a waterfall. Look at their thinking behind that. They are influencing the culture. But I had to go down and then I had to study once again how Jesus influenced the culture. Because for us to influence the culture, we need to do exactly that. Look at Matthew, the first sermon that he preached in the book of Matthew when after, you know, he was developed for 30 years 
And then when he's dating now, he's appearing, choosing the disciples, and then he's preaching this sermon in Matthew chapter 5. I want you to see some few things here. Your master, how smart he was. Listen what verse 1 says. It says, and seeing the multitude, he went up on a mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him. I want you to see that this Christ that you serve, he also understands science. When the multitude came, multitude, the Bible says he decided to go on the mountain. He positioned himself so that when he begins to speak, the sound waves can reach out to people. Oyegate understander is science. You know, on the ground level, because he knew that if I'm going to speak on the ground level, people will never hear me. But he positioned himself. He positioned himself and then on the mountain so that when he speaks, people will hear him. Even when the time Peter was busy trying to get fish, when he borrowed, he borrowed, you know, the, the, the boat, he, he, he was trusting on the waves. You know, the wind that will come from the waves, he will sit there and speak to the multitude and the sound waves will go like that. Your Jesus understood science. That is why he was a smart, he was a smart folk. And the Bible says, then he opened his mouth and taught them. Saying, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It's poor in spirit, not in money. It's a sermon for another day. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and, and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He goes on invested in. He says you are the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its flavor how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Verse 14 says you are the salt of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. This is a mandate. This is what Jesus said unto us, he said, you are the salt of the earth. Influence the culture. Jesus says, this is what you need to do. But the question is, how did Jesus influence the culture? I've tried to summarize some few things here. Let's see how far we can go. Number one, Jesus, number one, he had a sense of purpose. He had a sense of purpose. Lord, we are not just saved to come in and warm the chairs here. Jesus did not die on the cross so that you can just come in 
and warm the chairs and give an offering. We appreciate your offering. No my short offering, I appreciate. But Jesus. We are not living to the fullest in our marriage. into the fullest. Jesus had a sense of purpose. He says, I have come so that they may have life. The thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. But he says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the, to the fullest. He had a sense of purpose. The devil as well, he had a sense of purpose. The Bible says he came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Two kingdoms are at war here. The devil's work is to do what, Basalwane? Is to kill, to destroy. But Jesus says, I have come so that they may have life. Listen to me. When the children of darkness are in power, what do you expect? To destroy and to steal. So you must never be surprised because the children of darkness, they are father. It says he came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So what do you expect if the children of darkness are in power? They're going to specialize with what they've received from their father. Still, they specialize in stealing, killing and destroying, stealing the future of our children. Look at our roads. Look at our hospitals. But Jesus, he had a sense of purpose. Number two, why he influenced the culture is that he was full of humility. He was full of humility. Philippians chapter 2, the Bible says, though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. Full of humility. That is why, that is why Jesus influenced the culture. Let me tell you, the way he was so humble, I mean, the soldiers, they had to depend on Judas, Iscariot, to show them who was Jesus. Because if they were seated like this, you could not see who he was. Today, you don't even have to be told who is the pastor of the church. Look at the chairs. The chairs will tell you who's the boss here. The church will tell you who's the boss. You don't even have to ask. The convoy will tell you. You come in, you worship, and the man of God will come right in the middle of the service, and the worshipers must stop. Here comes the man of God. You can tell. No wonder we can't influence the culture because we are full of ourselves. We are full of ourselves. Everything must revolve around us. But Jesus, he was a man of humility. Down to earth. Everybody, poor or rich, they could actually approach him. That is why he influenced the culture. Number three, Basil 1. 
He was balanced. He had a balanced life. He was all in one. Listen to me. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2 verse 52, and Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and in favor with man. He had a balanced life. He was not too spiritual and not man. He was 100% man. He was also 100% God. The Bible says he grew in stature. He grew in wisdom. He grew in favor with God and in favor with man. This man will communicate with God. He will have a face-to-face -face relationship with God. At the end of the day, he will also have a vertical relationship with people and begin to communicate with people. It doesn't mean when you are called of God, you cannot relate to people. Most of you, the day you accepted Jesus, your family members, they, they look like the devil to you. Look at your behavior because you are a Christian. We fail to influence our people because we thought we are holy than them. We can't even eat what they are eating. As a matter of fact, when they have to host you, by a stress of a shower, a diarrhea a night before. Because now we are going to host so and so. You know, there are other pastors when you have to host them. This Sunday, I'm hosting Pastor so and so. But yo, yo, yo. The guy that I've hosted in this church who made me to feel comfortable in our struggles, it was Dr. Miles Monroe. What a man. Humble. Full of humility. With all his achievements, he never made me to feel as if I was nothing. Because all that he achieved, it was because of God. They are like a palm tree. You know a palm tree? The fruit is up there. Before you can reach out to them, you must work hard. Work hard to reach them. But Jesus, he was just like a willow tree. You know willow tree, Barcelona? The branches, it drops the branches on the ground. Willow tree grows up, but it drops the branches on the ground. It is a tree, but you can still reach out to it. Jesus was that type of Jesus. If we want to influence the culture, those are the things that we need to embrace. We thank God that you are a businessman. We thank God that you are blessed. We thank God that you have achieved so much. Yes, you are a doctor. You are a wife here. Yes, you are an engineer. We engineer. Come down, come down. Your wife, your wife has not married an engineer. Your wife has married you, my darling. Imagine. Reverend. Come, I'm waiting for you, Rev. I rebuke a friend of mine. I mean, his, his wife calls him, calls, calls, calls him a bishop. Bishop, I said, what? Are you calling your husband bishop? 
omunye baba hao mangumbisa baba ngizolola nawo kanjani manje man masongumbisa baba i i refuse me to call my wife mom i can't sleep with my mama yo where ma hi mana kanqani no wonder that romance fan me mshadweni yenu wabi zinkosikazi wakho mama mama what do you expect from a mama camera uyovela nje sekavelana namaphini fe camera semkhona semkhona semfikile i have arrived because you've called her mom what do you expect no bra nothing is village i need parable mama semkhona ubize uma wakho wena It's got some, it's got some. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. I can't believe. Go to this way to be poisoned. You must have a balance. Balance life, Mazelonianis. Balance life. Be a pastor. When you come back, I was I was supporting these ones yesterday. They were playing rugby. Your children they need you to support them. Your wife needs you to do some other. You have a balanced life. Not that in jaru se moye noena. No munge ne kamere no se moye. Ages standards standards elad ni man. Abasalo ane bal. Ay abas. Se folo se standards elad ni ine se standards elad. Busi sangu zilogo 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 gospel of the kingdom healing every sickness and every disease and the bible says when he saw the multitude you know what happened basalwane he was moved with compassion he was moved with compassion you know for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherds this is jesus he was moved with compassion but the church of today we are no longer moved with compassion we are no longer moved when people are struggling, we are not moved at all. No, Basalwan. Our master was moved with compassion. Let us not get used to these things. Let us not get used to this thing. You know, just recently there are these, there are these two mothers, Samuel Abipretoria and I say Castlegate. They always stand there with their children, begging for food, begging, asking for money. And that did not handle me very well. And I'm dealing with that case. I said to them, to this ladies, this thing is troubling me. These kids, they can't even play. These kids, they can't even have time to be children. I am no longer sure if you are really in need or you are using them for your own advantage. But you know, sometimes we pass and we, we do nothing about this. And I'm troubled by that because I can give them money, but 
What about this kids? Now I'm approaching them. I'm saying, we, we've got a crash. Can I take these children to a crash? And I'll pay for them. And then you come and continue to beg. But you realize that today, the parents that we have, it's no longer about their children. It's no longer about them. They still want those, even if I am providing, you know, a crash for them. And you see, that is where the law must actually come in. Because all these things, it's not everybody who's begging on those traffic lights, you know, are really in need. Some of them, they're taking advantage, you know, of the situation. The law must take its course when it comes to that. But I'm not saying to you, don't have compassion. I'm saying Jesus, when he saw the multitude, he had compassion. I had 10 points. I'm not going to give them all to you. But here is something. Jesus, number five, he made room for others, especially for sinners. He made room for them. When you read in the book of John chapter 12, Mary was a sinner, was a prostitute. But Jesus created a room. Here he is right there, allowing this woman to pour, to break her oil or her perfume, and then that bottle, and then to wash his feet. He allowed that. He, he, he made a room. He made a room. We're not going to influence this culture if we don't make a room. People who are not saved, they don't understand the culture like I. That is why to the ushers, to everybody who is actually serving out there, learn to make a room. People who do not know the Lord, sometimes they will come, you know, in any way. Some of them, they are not dressed in a proper way. It is not your responsibility to clean a fish before you catch it. How can you clean a fish before you catch it? And then we have failed as a body of Christ. Leave that soul alone. Leave that soul alone. Let's make a room. Let them feel comfortable. And then when they are comfortable, they'll believe in Jesus. Jesus always created a room. Can I give you another one? Here is the most powerful one about Jesus. Why he became an influencer. He valued women. He valued women. That was another key. The Bible talks about a woman in the book of John chapter 8. They found this woman committing adultery. They didn't hear about it. These guys, they come with this woman to Jesus. But it's him Tolila, we found her in the act. They bring this woman to Jesus. But the funny part is that nobody can commit adultery alone. And being an African man, I am using my imagination. Mama say I'm Africa, I'm Africa person, Mama Kapans. Now these folks, they remove the man on top. They leave the man. They take the woman. They bring him to Jesus. They say we have found 
her. And according to the law of Moses, this must be stoned. They did not bring the man. They brought the woman. Jesus said these words. Ongena sono. Mapagati wenu. Marenza jane. Must cast the stone. Ongena sono. Actually, my translation simply says, if there's no one among you who slept with this woman, must be the first one to cast the stone. But because they slept with her, and they were never found, they could not. It's amazing, Barcelona, that because we have not been found, we are very fast in bringing people to Jesus. We are very fast in condemning other people because we have never been caught. But Jesus says, listen, I see nobody condemned you. So do I. I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. You know, it breaks my heart, Barcelona, when I discover that in the body of Christ, you still have men who are beating their wives. You still have men who are abusing their wives. That is not our gospel. You still have men who are not caring for their wives and their children. We're not going to influence the world because the followers of Jesus, as a husband, Papa, listen to me, as a husband, you are instructed to love your wife. Love your wife. Even the day you die, even the day you die, if somebody wants to come and marry your wife, she would look at that man and say, you know what? You cannot fit in the shoes. I had a man. Love your wife. Love your wife until the end. Jesus protected women. Did not abuse women. Actually, Christianity is one of the religion, if you may want to call it, that respects women. The other religions, they don't. Jesus, that is why he had an influence. Maybe says Tezuku number three, because you have been known as an abuser. You are no longer the follower of Christ. Our society today, women are being murdered in a country that claims, what we 80% claims that they are Christians, but women are being murdered and raped in this nation compared to other countries. South Africa, we murder our women, we murder our children. We have a role and a responsibility. It always amazes me that women, they know other women who have been raped. But men, they don't know other men who have raped. We don't know them. It troubles me. Something to think about. But we have a role, Bazalon. I would never allow anybody in front of me to speak anyhow to a woman. I would never overlook, I don't care even if you are husband and wife, but not in my watch. 
I will interfere, I will jump in. If you want to smack me, that's fine. But I will tell you, say, you don't treat a woman like that. If it's your wife, you don't treat. But some of us say, I'm a daughter. We say, she has not us born. She has not us born. She has not us born. The other day I was driving with my wife. This young, this young boy, he is beating this girl. Beating this girl. I don't know what was an issue. I didn't even want to know what was an issue. I stepped out of my car. I grabbed that boy. Let's defend women, Mazalwa. Let's defend them. Let's defend them. That is how we're going to influence the culture. Number seven, let me close with this one. He served unreservedly. That is Jesus. He served unreservedly. John chapter 13, I think Pastor Mwai spoke about this last Sunday. He served everybody. Rich or poor. He served his own people. Church of Jesus, we are only going to influence the culture if we become people with an attitude of serving others. That is how we impact. Yes, we are educated men. Find a space to serve in the house. Serve other people. Yes, you've got a high position. Find a space to serve. Make this world a better place for all. God has given you a skill. God has given you many things. God has given you many things. It is for you to serve. And the final one, Jesus had a sense of agency. He had a sense of agency. He knew that his time was limited here on earth. So whatever the opportunity he had, he was supposed to serve. Let's change the culture, Mazalwana. Let's change our community. Let's change our environment. Devoted citizen, we're going to announce very soon. We're not going to keep on criticizing the, the government. We're not going to wait for them. But let me tell you, very soon we're going to give you the dates. We're going to put the t-shirts of devoted citizen. We're going to go out to our streets. We're going to clean our streets. We're going to cut the grass. We're going to change the environment. We're going to pick up the papers. We are doing it not for the government. We are doing it for ourselves. Let us influence the culture that we are living in. Would you please stand on your feet this morning? Thank you. Things, they are the way they are because somebody influenced it to be like this. Whatever is happening today, it's an influence of other people. We have a role to play. We have a role to play. And last Sunday, I apologized immigrant. I said, I'm so sorry because we are the ones who have made you to be cowards, Barcelona. We are the ones who have tamed you to say, don't go in there, hide there and do that. But I'm here as your pastor. 
I'm saying this world needs you. The business world needs you. The political world needs you. The entertainment world needs you. The world of art also needs you. The world of education needs you. Teacher, influence that space in a positive way. In a positive way. Businessmen, influence, influence that space. You are there for a reason. You are not there just because you are a number. You are not there because you are a number. Scientists, influence your space. Influence your space. That is all that I'm praying for, Vazaya. We are here for the reason. To those of you who are joining us online, may the good God be with you in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray. We give you praise. We give you all the glory. Oh, lima shakatalababashi. I just sense in my spirit that we need to ask for forgiveness where we have failed. I just sense in my spirit that we have not represented the kingdom in a right way. In our companies, in our workplace, we have not revealed the character of Christ. Some of us, we are abusing the resources, stealing the papers, stealing the time, you know, playing with the, with the phone, just spending more time, you know, the computer not adding value. Some of us, we still even want to preach in wrong, we just want to share the gospel in Eskatsomsebens. We have not represented the kingdom in the right way. I hear the Spirit of God says we need to repent in that area. Father, I pray that forgive us where we have not walked in a proper way. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us, Jesus. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us, my God. Where we have not treated the weak in a right way. Father, forgive us where we have not practiced justice. Father, we pray, have mercy on us. I pray for the employers. We have not paid the, their employees the proper salary. We have not represented to you, O God, in a proper way. Where is Christ in that while we are still robbing people? The nannies and the helpers, people who are looking after our children, we have not taken care of them. We are not even paying according to the standard of the country. We have abused them. We have abused foreigners. People who are coming from other countries, Father, we have taken advantage of them. Have mercy on us. Skolele, Baba, skolele. Sipenduge saba hizi ndo, esina zikuti hini. Yet we come Sunday in and Sunday out to worship you. Have mercy on us, oh God. Forgive us. Forgive us, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Our role and our responsibility is to represent you in a proper way. Thank you, Father. Hope Restoration Ministries. I am passionate when it comes to this. 
Those of you who have employed people who are helping with their house duties, looking after your children. There's a standard rate in this country that you need to pay. There's a standard rate in this country. If you can't afford that, you need to communicate with them. But there's a standard rate. I just feel in my spirit the Lord wants me to say this. We can't keep on doing these things while we are Christians. We can't keep on doing these things. To our own brothers and our own sisters. Abusing them just because they come from other countries. And we're paying them peanuts. We bully them. That is not the will of God. We need to change. And change begins right here. In this church. Pay your employees well. If God has blessed you, take them, give them a medical aid. Put them in a pension fund. Pay them a UIF. You are the child of God. You are representing the heavens. And that is how you change the culture. I've got three ladies who are working for us. Three ladies who are working for us. All of them, we have put them into pension. The reason why there are three, it is because we, we are staying with my mother-in-law who needs a 24 hours treatment. And they are doing their best to look after that woman. The only thing that I can do is to look after them and make sure that they are taken care of. Because they do even a part that I can't even do. Looking after my mom, bathing her, something that we can't even do with my wife. Take care of them. I don't know why the Lord wanted me to emphasize that. Stretch your hands this morning. May the grace and the favor of God be upon you. Go out there and become a salt. Change the world. Do it for the sake of the kingdom. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Listen to me. If you need a prayer, if you need somebody to pray with you, before we go, we're going to allow the elders to remain behind because of time. Remain behind the elders. If you need a prayer, you need a word of encouragement, maybe you're not feeling well, come, we're going to pray with you. God bless you. Thank you for coming. I have taken at least 10 minutes of your time. Thank you for coming. God bless you. We love you. Thank you for joining us. Great are your Lord. Signs and